Bye. My name's Peter. My name's Roxy. One month after we met, we knew that we were going to be together forever. We decided to start recording our relationship and we're putting it online. One year later. Enjoy. What day it is? Friday. It is. I'm just gonna talk loud. Friday. Uh, <laughs> You're not pointing it at me. Well, how about I lean? Look at I'm leaning. Yeah, I'll it's, lean a bit as well. <laughs> it's what is it? Friday the third? No. You want to explain uh, where we are and why we're leaning? It's Friday, June the third, and we are on Highway 401. Shit. You're fine. Sure, I'm meant to be on this road. Yeah, you're fine. You're just in the collector lanes instead of the express lanes. Just keep on the left side and you'll be okay. <laughs> Best podcast ever. Best. <laughs> Driving with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah, so we are on the 401 heading out to Oshawa and it is late, but not super late. That's what we're doing. Peter's not going to drive into anything. <laughs> if I die, my debts will be recorded. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. That's not good. <laughs> so... You can't scratch your nose while you're holding the microphone. I was so itchy. <laughs> oh man, this guy behind me wants to overtake me but in the left-hand lane, like you said to be. I blame you. I just need to speed a bit. Okay. So, uh, we are in a car heading the direction. So what, you do more of the talking, I'll do more of the driving. Alright, I'm going to do more of the talking. You recently did a podcast with your ex about gender stuff, and there was a whole lot of talking about gender stuff with regard to me. So I am curious as to what you think about gender things now. I think I have a, a better understanding of it. I'm still fucking up the pronouns all the time. Tonight I even corrected some people. We just left a board game group. It was so good. Uh, the Toronto Poly board game meetup. My first time going and we played some games which we've never done before and had I think a pretty good time. I corrected people's pronouns about you because they have these badges that are like, here is my preferred pronoun. And people were still sheeing you, and uh, I wasn't being a dick about it, but one guy was like, ah, man, I fucked that up. And then when he fucked it up from then on, I just kind of pointed to my badge and be like, right, got it. And then he started fucking nailing it, and I was like, why can't I do that? Because <laughs> uh, I still fuck up your pronouns all the time, because I'm the worst. That's why you don't like me anymore. Yeah, well, I don't like you, but you also, I've only known you for two seconds. <laughs> so, you said after we recorded last time, you told me in the real life, there was some stuff you wanted to talk about on this, well, sorry, gender stuff. I am, yeah, totally fine with it. You are non-binary instead of a guy, and that was the thing I was totally misinterpreting. And I'm way more head comfortable with that. Like, me dating a guy, I'm like, ah, oh, that's a weird thing for me as a straight guy to do. Me dating a non-binary person, I'm like, sure, why not? But I don't understand what was confusing because my OkCupid profile literally said non-binary, and I said I don't use female pronouns but I'm non-binary and then there was the you thinking that I'm a guy which is oh man I'm so happy that you do that podcast with your ex because if you didn't like I kind of wonder how long that would have taken to <laughs> uh, so you've never listened to that podcast and then because that episode was entirely about you I wanted you to listen to it before it went online for obvious reasons what did you think 
I thought it was really, really good. I like the fact that I can tell how often you talk, right? You've got a really easy back and forth with each other. You're way more logical and she's way more not. And I think that it makes for interesting conversation. I don't know. It was it was interesting listening to two people who know each other so well try to unpack a topic that's completely foreign. So it was it was pretty cool. Kinda liked it. Do you think you'll keep on listening? I have listened to the first three now. Oh, I didn't know that. I know you didn't know that. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we got some interesting like the first few that we posted, I got a lot of hate mail. And I was talking about some of them the other day, and they're like, yeah, it becomes a lot more recommendable from episode four onwards. So the first, I think probably the first six in my guess, I'm a bit more of a dick. After that, I calmed down a bit. Uh, SJ and I had only just got back in contact, and I was a bit I was a bit like, I'm going to do a podcast, and SJ's going to be on it. And as it got on, I've, I've really realized it's more SJ doing a podcast, and I'm on it. <laughs> and so, yeah, for the first few hours, I was also just, I don't know, I was just a bit more of a dick, and I've calmed down a lot since then. You didn't realize that you were her sidekick until which episode? <laughs> It's the new, it's the first hour long episode, the New Year's Eve special. I explicitly say in that one, being like, "Yeah, I've worked out that this is a podcast that I am not the star of." It was really funny because my mother started texting me because in a month's time, I'm going to take both of her cats because she's going out to the East Coast to drive around and paint on the Atlantic Ocean with my stepfather. So I'm taking the cats, and I was just thinking, "Oh man." I'm really not looking forward to taking the cats. And then I got to episode three where you're like, <laughs> cats cats are just assholes and they are insistent. And it's just, it was mostly just an entire episode worth of ranting about cats. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes. And trying not to let that come out in the text with my mother. Yes, I can't wait to take care of the cats. I would probably just not agree to take care of cats. The road has calmed down a lot since podcast should also be a little bit more calmer and a little bit like fuck 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 <laughs> so what's the stuff that you want to talk about i have a list but i'm not going to take my phone out and look at my list instead i am going to talk about what was keeping me up last night until okay. two o'clock in the morning scary is it why what do you what do you think it is let's play this game see i i only stay awake at night when i'm freaking out about something so i assume that you're freaking out about something and because of the context, I assume it's something to do with me, which would suggest that it's something that you weren't expecting. So my thinking is you couldn't sleep last night because you were freaking out about something that you weren't expecting. Because you're crazy about me, everything's been good. So I can only guess that you've found something you don't like and now you're freaking out about it. How, how did I go? You're totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> totally and completely wrong in every possible way. <laughs> I went down to my superintendent's office just for curiosity's sake, because uh, I like my superintendent and I think she's great. So I went down and I was like, hey, Alicia, um, do you have any two bedrooms available in August? <laughs> and she's like, yes, actually, the one directly above is available in August. And I was like, oh, all right. And she goes, what? What's that all about? You do Is that about that guy with the blue hair? <laughs> And I was like, hey, it's not not. So the reason that I was awake until stupid o'clock in the morning was that my brain was like a hamster on a wheel thinking about, like, should I even broach that? You know, like, it's super early. But the, the thing with leasing in Toronto is that getting a year lease is the standard. 
like you don't you typically pay first and last and it's a it's a year-long lease so if i was going to wait until like you know six months from now to say hey what about this idea you would already be in a year lease someplace so yeah there's that So, so i've been thinking a lot about the exact same topic I'm split. I don't have. I don't have a, a. I don't know what to do. I've been seeing someone else, and this might come across as dishonest. I don't think it is. I haven't mentioned you to this other person. Uh, I know that they're poly. I know that they're poly friendly, but I haven't like sat down and been like, "Hey, I'm seeing someone else, and it's serious." Because I've been seeing you for a month, and while it is serious, I feel weird about like bringing that up in like the first couple of dates with someone else. And it's very easy to do exactly that of like not bringing it up with someone else when you don't live with someone. You look like you have thoughts. I have thoughts, and it's just me recollecting times when I have been the you in this situation. When I'm trying to figure out, like, when do I do this? Like, and I mean, it's it's different with everybody, right? Like, yeah. there's lying by omission, and then there's, like, wanting to introduce things in a way that makes sense. And so I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. I had this conversation with, because you know that I was on a date last night. and What? And the, yeah, what? Uh, I was on a date last night and the night before with two different people. Are they new people or are they? No, they're both old people. Regulars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just they're like one of them is um, a person that I have known for like a decade and a half. And we are very close. And the other person is somebody that I've known for about a year. And I stopped seeing him because uh, my previous partner, like the, the one before you, decided that he wanted to be monogamous. And I was like, all right, well, I will do that for a little. So I stopped talking to this individual. And so I just, you know, recently said, okay, well, hey, let's hang out. So he came over and we were hanging out and, you know, it was everything and awesome and whatever. So I brought up this whole you thing because he's got a partner that he's been with for 11 years and they live together and I was like yeah so how does that work when you bring people home like do what do you do with uh, your your poly partners and he was like well you know I don't usually have partners over when my significant other is home she'll go out and give me space or I'll go out and give her space and I was just like, huh, that's totally different than when I was living with my ex-husband, right? Like, we would have partners over, and both of us would be home, and it wasn't an issue. And this even went for new partners. But then the guy that I was with last night was like, yeah, but what if you're living with Peter, and then you want to go slumming? And you, and you bring somebody, that's so rude. It's so rude, but... that That's a genuine that I've been thinking about. I'm like, what if I just want to go out and pick up and like have a one night stand or date someone super casually and not go into the whole thing? And there's a, certainly an issue of disclosure. I'm fine with it. I think unless you know, you're know you entering a relationship with someone you're not obligated to tell them about your other partners necessarily, as long as you don't lie to them. Yeah, like I, I think that these types of conversations and these, that like these things change. They change over time. You know, things are so new between you and I right now that I am super happy with the way things are the level of disclosure that you and I have going on but yeah like and and then too there's the question of 
we move into a two bedroom apartment. So like, what, what does that look like? Hypothetically, you know, like you spend a lot of time at home because you work from home. So the way I imagine it is you have a bedroom and I have a bedroom slash office, but like if, uh, yeah, that's how I imagine it. Is that, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the reason that I was up forever last night was it was like, well, each of us have our own bedroom or cause I don't know if you've seen the, the two bedroom in its entirety. Like if you've seen tail, you're shaking your head. No. So in the unit that is potentially open, the master bedroom is like double the size of the other bedroom. The master bedroom also has a balcony attached to it. So it's like really super sweet. And the other one is just sucky, but I don't know. How much do you care about rooms and room size? I don't know. I, it, it depends what the layout of everything else was like. But this was what I spent last night, like logistic things at length until two in the morning, just thinking about. And then also thinking about, should I even bring this up? Because it's been a month. But, you know, like... I've been thinking about it a lot as well. Probably I've had similar conversations with should I bring it up. Ultimately, I was like, we'll probably talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> Before I went to bed, I was like, my final decision was, uh, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm just Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, what got you to sleep? No, I stayed up for a half an hour after that. Exhaustion got me to sleep. Here's the other things I've been thinking about. I'm not crazy about your neighborhood. I think it's fine. I'm just not in love with it. And that might be really hurtful because I know how close you are to your neighborhood. But I really, really hate bringing my bike up and down elevators. That would be a, a thing that I would have to do if I, like, if we moved in together in your building, I would have to buy a fold-up bike. That would be, like, the only way that I'm able to ride my bike as much as I do. And those are the worst because they're dangerous and their tires are tiny and they suck. And I would not feel weird about it. Like, I'm not trying to be a classist dickhead or anything like that. But I would, I like bringing people back to my place where I am now. I would like to bring people back to my place if I lived on the corner of Laura and Young. Where you are, I would like that less. <laughs> well, I don't want to have to buy a Metro Pass. Those are like $150 a month to take the TTC. That's how much it costs. So I need to be walkable to well, where yeah. I teach. My assumption was that if we didn't live in your building, we wouldn't live together because I know that you live right next to your school and that's a really important thing for you. And so the idea of not living in your building but living with you hadn't even occurred to me. Well then. I like you a whole lot, so so there's so there's that. I would give up my thirty second commute for for a slightly longer commute. So I mean, how would you feel about Bloor and Young? Man, the trendiest neighborhood ever. If I well, I mean it's compared to to my neighborhood currently, I mean I wouldn't even think of West Side. That would make no sense whatsoever. No, I wouldn't I would need to be able to walk to work. So walking between Bloor and Young and Bloor and Sherburne is a city block. So yeah, it's nothing. Okay, so what else were you thinking about with this? So Bloor and Young is the building that I'm specifically thinking of moving into. And it's gonna be a bit expensive. That doesn't bother me. Like I will pay a bit more. It has a gym in it. <laughs> like that would be so good. Living with a gym in your building coming into winter. Oh my god. But yeah, no, mostly I was just thinking about the fact that right now I'm I'm hooking up with someone and I can bring them home and there's no context required for Roxy because you don't exist in their mind. And if we keep on dating, I'm definitely going to talk about you, obviously. I am very serious about you. This is a very serious relationship. Living together means that it is a, a more... Jesus Christ, mate. That guy's going like 40 kilometers an hour faster than me. Living with you wouldn't change the seriousness of it, and that sounds dumb, but that is just genuinely how I see it. 
but it would change how that seriousness is perceived by other people you date. This is very true. And to add to that, there is also the fact that you have never lived by yourself. And that is a fucking gift. Living by yourself is awesome. And, you know, I would not want to deprive anybody of that awesomeness. I think that was the major reason why last night I decided that I was definitely not going to bring it up. Definitely. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, I like having as many life experiences as possible. I am, and this is something we've talked about, too busy at the moment. Like, I'm at the point where I need to, uh, not quite, but I'm very nearly at the point where I need to be like, okay, time to cut something out of my life. And for Jesus. Whoa. So, uh, Canadians are the loveliest people and the worst drivers oh my god he's still doing it uh, a red truck just like changed two lanes and swerved in front of someone it's just being a dick yeah canadians bad drivers fun facts international listeners <laughs> i want to spend more time with you i can't like that is genuinely just not an option right now we are driving to oshawa which is a full hour long drive just so i can spend more time with you also it's convenient but like genuinely i'm just like i want to spend more time with roxy this is the only place i can schedule it in at all I want to be seeing the other person I'm seeing more. That's not going to happen. Flat out. Like, I'm seeing them once a week. That is all I can manage to do at the moment. If I was living with you, right now I want to see you like two to three to four times a week. If I was living with you, I would see you a lot. And then we could have like one date night a week. And that would be enough for me. I don't know if that would be enough for you. That's probably something we should discuss. But like, if I was living with you and then we had one date night a week, done. Because it means if, you know, if I'm finished work and I have a spare hour, I don't have to be like, oh, I could go around to Roxy's for an hour. It takes an hour to like round trip to your house. That's not possible. If I finish work and I have a spare hour, I can be like, hey, Roxy, let's hang out. Even like passive hanging out while we do work, we've discovered we're actually good at. Handy. And so living together would just increase the Roxy time in my life by a bunch without me having to cut other stuff out of my life. This is true. And then like there's the tag team aspect to doing things, which is really nice that, you know, like I kind of have that with my neighbors right now, right? If somebody needs something from the store we go on store runs for each other oh by the way there's bacons and yeah. cream and also eggs what kind of cream half and half nice <laughs> so you might say whipped cream after seeing my facebook post i put a facebook post up where i was like my favorite snack and it was a spoonful of peanut butter with whipped cream on top he's a fucking monster i've just realized i'm dating a monster <laughs> who just eats spoonfuls of whipped cream and peanut butter in my defense it's the fucking so yeah, uh, like, I see where you're coming from with that, like, living by yourself is a good thing. And like, yeah, sure, but I would rather live with you. So I guess the decision is that there will be more thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have to make, I mean, what have, what's your lease situation? After you finish a full year's lease, you go on month to month. So I can move out anytime. I have to give notice. I think the notice is a month, but I might be wrong. It might be two this is why I am bringing this up right now. So, I mean, I can ask, I could ask what my lease situation is, but yeah, I'm, I'm on month to month. So all I would have to do is make sure that I have um, enough money for first and last, which would be uh, easy if there's more than one of me. So I'm just going to lay out my ideal imagination situation, which is that, like, you work out your lease stuff, sure. Midway through August, which is when my current living situation expires, we move into a two-bedroom place on Bloor and Young, which has roughly equal bedrooms. We set up two bedrooms. Maybe I have my office in the main space. Maybe I have it in my bedroom. That really depends on the apartment layout. We would probably sleep together a lot. <laughs> uh, I Ew. Imagine, I imagine we would end up sleeping in the same bed a lot. 
we split the rent. We have a gym in the apartment. There's like parking downstairs. I can have a bike somewhere handy. Oh God, it all be so good. And we have a situation where if one of us is bringing someone home, the other one for the sake of like that person is suddenly a housemate. It's a housemate situation, which is potentially a little bit more confusing down the line when you're like, hey, yeah, remember my housemate you met a few times? We're actually together. It is not, we would not lie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be advocating like outright being like, this is my housemate, we're platonic. But like, if we're bringing someone home, maybe the other person hangs out in the room. I would be fine with that. I assume a lot of the time that because we're built very similarly, you'd be fine with it. If not, this is the time to bring that up. That is my imagined ideal situation. What's I love you. <laughs> you really have to meet ex-husband Luke because... Never! That is... <laughs> You've never dated or married anyone before me. I am your only love now and forever. I'm very jealous and possessive. It's true. He is. Send help. Yeah, no, it's like Luke and I would act like roommates when there were other people that were over but it wasn't ever explicitly stated and it didn't need to be it was just like hey bro i'm going to the store you want anything yeah like because that's how we act anyway and i mean i've got no problem keeping my hands to myself when you know you're like like so oh fuck you don't look at you of course i'm handsy but some people I find that are poly really, really need to assert themselves when they are with their partner and their partner is with their other partner. Like they need to look at me touching this person. Like I am not that way. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people who are, but it. Not the way you're built. Not the way I'm built. Me neither. There's a podcast called Harmontown, which I listen to a lot. It featured Dan Harmon and at the time his girlfriend, then wife, and now ex-wife, Erin McGathy, who I've met. She's super lovely. Sorry, does it feature rich beef sausages? <laughs> no, no, that's the Beef and Dairy Network. <laughs> oh my God, that's my favorite podcast. Uh, Harmontown, they would talk a lot, Dan and Erin would talk a lot about the fact that they were basically dating themselves. I remember always listening to that being like, oh God, that's so unhealthy because they're both like, at the time, they were both super self-destructive and they were like, we're dating ourselves, it's awful and the best. And now I'm just like, I am dating myself. <laughs> Have I become that person? I'm dating myself on a podcast. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, I, I seem to be dating myself. I am so hot too. Like, oh my God. Jeez, this, this conversation went way better than I was thinking that it might if it ever happened, which it wouldn't because I decided that last night. I was really firmly like, Roxy won't move out of her apartment. That's fine. That actually doesn't bother me. I respect that. Uh, like for the short term, definitely. But long term. So here's the question. We get a two bedroom place, Yong and Yong. I always think it's Yon. Yonj. It's not Yonj. It's, oh, sorry. I'm getting a text. Taryn wants us to stop at a gas station. No. Yes, she needs gas. So we, we, we move into a place in Bloor and Young. Firstly, are you okay with it being more expensive than your current place? Yeah, because we're splitting the rent. Right, but what if it like even split, it's still more expensive? It would depend uh, how much more expensive and like, I don't know, what's, what's the place like, right? Uh, secondly, what happens if we do this and then five months in we break up? Well, then we would have to... I've, I have never had a bad breakup in my entire life. Uh, I've had some pretty bad breakup. <laughs> I now do a podcast with them, so it, it's, it, I guess long term wasn't that bad, but uh, in the short term it was pretty bad. Okay, so like, you know, situation number one, we irritate each other and end up like, you know, murder-suiciding. 
Not very likely. Option number two. Well, hey, let, let's explore that first. Who's the murderer and who's the suicide? I mean, that would be the same person. <laughs> who, is, who, is the, who is the perpetrator of the murder-suicide? Well, we're the same person. So, I mean, is it going to be the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny? It might, it might be. Uh, that song came up during sex the other day, and we sang along, and it was fucking ridiculous. I told Luke that, because it was Luke's playlist, and I was like, you cock-blocked me the other night. Coitus stopped completely so that we could sing along to this song, and he's like, you're keeping him. You're keeping <laughs> Peter. That's all there is to it. Okay, situation two. We... By the way, the level of this going to be nonsense. Yeah, uh, yeah. good this, luck with that. This, this is a good indicator of what's to come, because we lead busy lives, and we don't have time to like necessarily stake out an hour every week, so some of these podcasts are going to be on the go. And so, uh, sorry, we'll do our best to fix it up in post, but this is what you're signing up for if you keep on listening. Okay, situation number two. Situation number two would be, I don't know, something explosive and completely unpredictable happens, and we want to find other people to sublet instead of living together, which I couldn't even imagine. Situation number three, we both have separate bedrooms. I don't know, poly relationships can sometimes de-escalate, and that doesn't necessarily mean that things are it doesn't mean that it's failed it just means that it's shifted right so like i don't know i can't i can't tell the future but uh what i'm learning so much oh okay sorry finish your thought i was i was making thinky noises but i was finished i came up with a segment so we're gonna have a weekly segment uh which is what is the strangest thing you've learned about the other this week (laughs) i don't have anything planned because i knew you wouldn't because you didn't know about the segment so you can go first fuck's sakes the strangest The strangest thing that I learned about Peter this week was that he has no problem walking around with blotchy dye all over his face. (laughs) So Peter, my darling, just uh, dyed his hair and his beard. Well, it's all hair. And we go to the museum this evening and he rolls up and he's got dye all over his ear. It's on his nose. It's on his cheeks. He's just and I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's brutal. You're. You're going with it. Well, and then, you know, by halfway through the evening, I had I had gotten over it because I was like, well, not my face. <laughs> so there there you go. That. Uh, the weirdest thing I learned about you is that you have social anxiety. Is that an apt way to describe it? Why is that weird? Oh, fuck. We've gone way past where we're meant to be. We've actually now gone past your friend's place and you need to turn around because I turned the sound down because it was being weird. I didn't. I didn't even notice. You talk about uh, social anxiety. Well, I get so it. So apparently, um, yeah, Peter didn't know that I have social anxiety, and uh, sorry, I'm so distracted. Yeah, so I am a teacher, and I am really, really good at speaking publicly. I'm also really used to being in charge of social situations. So yeah, when I'm in a a new social situation that I'm not that I'm not used to, where I'm not in charge freaks me right the hell out because I now have the the really well-established role that I'm used to, I now no longer have. So I don't know what to do with myself. And uh, fortunately, Peter is awesome to go to things for the first time with. It's true. Okay, I've worked out what we're doing. So we're going to wrap up in the next minute or so. Uh, I still love you. A billion, billion. And... I'm glad I learned more about you, and I'm excited to apparently move in together. <laughs> oh my god, what is this? I love you so much, and every day I love you more. And it's disgusting. I'm disgusting myself with how much I love you. So, got anything else to say? 
Uh, it's a bit of a short one because it was based on the length of this trip, which apparently got longer as we went. But thank you for listening and tune in next time when we'll hopefully be sitting around a table and not driving down a street. <laughs> Bye. Hello. Hello. What is the date today? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a phone? No. <laughs> It is Sunday the 4th of June 2017 oh. and we just edited the second episode. That was a really good use of a s Sunday. I was going to say a Saturday but it's not. It's not. What do you think? It was very stressful to listen to. Yeah, you, you, were, you were stressing the fuck out through that whole editing process. Yep. Why? Because I remember that conversation so vividly and it was a roller coaster ride in the moment. I thought that you were saying at the very beginning that you did not want to move in with me and only when you said it very explicitly at the end of the conversation did I realize that you actually wanted to. Yeah, I, I thought I was pretty clearly being like, let's talk through the options or let, let's talk through all the facts. Here are the facts. Oh, well, the conclusion obviously leads us to moving in together. Yeah, no, it was to me, it was it sounded like a list of reasons why we shouldn't move in together. And then I, I felt very defeated and you didn't, you didn't see me being upset because you were driving, but it... some of the items on the list were explicitly like, I want to spend days at a time with you. Two, three or four days with me. Right. And, and, <laughs> but if we live together, then we'd get to spend every day together. Was it more obviously listening back? Or were you not able to escape from being in the moment in your head? It was very difficult for me to escape being in the moment in my head, but I did realize that I totally misunderstood something that you were saying. Oh, yes. That was alarming for me to learn today, a year later. <laughs> uh, the part where you were like, yeah, so if, there, if I have people over, we're just going to be roommates. I took to mean we will... Not be, smooch in front of them. Be not demonstrably in a relationship like just kind of taking it easy and um you're still not being clear there well not getting all smoochy or but it would still be clear to everyone that we were in a relationship is what you're saying well it's not like i would be having a sit down with somebody that you'd be bringing over for a one night stand and Okay, uh, like, ex explain what you thought I meant and then explain what I actually meant because right now the difference is not clear. I thought you meant just not... Oh, fuck, it's so, it's so weird to hear my voice for like six hours while you're editing and then to hear it coming out of my own head right now. It's just very, <laughs> very strange. I thought you meant the way that I would act around you when I was at school if you came to school with me. So... No touching, no untoward type of, like, little glances or, like, stuff like that, right? Professional. Yeah. Um, what did I actually mean? That we would tell people that you were bringing over or that I was bringing over that we were just roommates. Right. Well, as I said in the podcast, we wouldn't actively lie, but we wouldn't explicitly disclose. Uh, Those are very different things. So is there a problem in your head with my... With, with how I'm viewing the situation? Well, that is something that the listeners will discover in a year's time.
The other thing I wanted to mention is that at the time of the recording, I had just moved to Toronto and I'd asked someone about their living situation. And they said they lived at Law and Young, which because that is an intersection, I assumed there was a building there where they lived. And so I was asking him all these details about it, like, you know, that they had a gym, etc. Turns out in Toronto, Bloor and Young is like a suburb. Yeah, it's a neighborhood. Yeah, not not a not a building. So I was after this like one specific building that he was like, Yeah, there's plenty of places you can rent in this one building and it has a gym and it's this much a month, etc. And so listening back, I I was clearly talking about a building, but you were quite correctly interpreting that to be about a suburb or a neighborhood. Yes. Yes, I thought you were talking about the area. Uh, we will be back in your in your ears with our love. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>